Hi, and welcome to the Dewing Grain podcast. Dewing Grain are independent and local grain traders. From seed supply to harvest movement and storage contracts, they can offer you the best strategies to achieve the highest prices for your harvest. Each week on our podcast, we begin with the Dewing Grain Market Report, giving you up-to-date information and analysis, followed by the Farm Chat, where we catch up on agricultural issues with a guest or two, whilst occasionally sampling a beer, Andrew's favourite bit. So let's start with Andrew Dewing with this week's Market Report. Welcome to the Market Report. What follows are my thoughts or gut instincts on what the market is going to do. It is not an instruction to trade. Any decision to trade is yours. This is the market report for Monday the 11th of September. No Andrew this week, he's taken off a well-deserved few days of sun, sea, sangria and uh, whatever else happens with that combination, so hopefully he's enjoying himself quite a week actually whilst he's been away we've had a very very sideways movement in the market so quite uninspiring but I'll, we'll have a quick run through from a uh, weather perspective hopefully now harvest is finished through most of the country and now in the shed hopefully the uh, the guys in the north have managed to smash through the uh, remaining wheats and barleys and uh, got it all done but we'll um still a bit thin on that information but hopefully by the middle of next week we'll get a better idea and understanding the main bit of excitement i suppose is uh, sitting here with the uh, world cup about to start this evening seeing the all blacks take on the uh, the french so um probably be waving a, a french banner in my living room hopefully and obviously england rg's tomorrow night but um so a bit of excitement to come from that um I'm sure most of you farmers that have had uh, rugby watchers and supporters so uh, looking forward to uh, england uh, performing this world cup but let's see so anyway on the grain markets I'll start off on feed barley feed barley sitting in the range of about 155 which has done now for a week or so it is a bit thin there's there's not a lot of farmers selling at the moment quite quiet most people have got moved what they need to move ditch whether it's distressed barleys or you know the, the standard um, feed barley has got things moved so it is thin on offers but similarly there's not huge amounts of bids having to cover boats it's quite quiet on that front but i think as andrew's referred to in previous podcasts it's, it's probably one just to park and um you've got done what you need to do just just wait out and see and hope for some better prices around the corner feed wheats again sideways i think we probably we had a futures price on friday of about 185 186 on the knob we're sitting exactly that range today we the, the only bit of excitement might not mean a huge amount to you as farmers but this will resonate around the trade there has been for some reason on the uh what are we looking at? Wednesday the 6th, someone decided to take on the spread, trading about 1,200 lots, which is a pretty significant. You're talking 120,000 tonnes of spreading. And what they're doing by the spread, that is rolling, um, and well, is it a roller, isn't it? That's the, so they're rolling um, a knob position to May for £11.50 to £12. Arguably, a few people are saying that seems a bit cheap because we're thinking the true carry should be towards 15, but, you know, it suits someone's book and, and that's been the action of the week. That hasn't moved the price at all. It hasn't um, seen much interest and hasn't brought any upside, unfortunately, to the uh, 
to you farmers. From a physical perspective, farmers are uh, disengaged by the price. Understandably, these are what we'd all refer to as cheap. There's nothing for anyone to get excited about. I think in the main, people have sold what they need to do, and it's a kind of head-down mode. So tonnage isn't coming from farm, understandably, and I think speaking to friends around the trade, everyone's in the same boat, is very thin on the procurement side of things. Similarly, you haven't got consumers aren't bidding. There's not a lot of interest or demand for wheat. The chatters were still uncompetitive against uh, export, with tankered too expensive. German feed wheat, which is not always the case. I mean, we normally see well, Germans are renowned for producing milling wheats, but due to the weather and as, as we've all seen over Europe, a lot of distressed wheat is being ditched as feed and it's undermining our markets. So we are, on paper, 10 quid too expensive to export. It's a very, very stale market um, and sideways. It does feel like there is still unfortunately a bit of a bearish sentiment and the only reason I'd say for that is that there's certainly not a bullish driver at the moment that you can really sink your teeth into and say this is a reason for it to go up so unfortunately it's a, a drift lower mode longer term you know we've discussed this and mentioned it and voice it through the podcast I still think there are better days so keep your head down and and uh, look to the future for a rally or a rise of an event that we you know we haven't yet seen so we are September you know you'd always think coming out the back of harvest this is a seasonal low potentially something to grab on to be positive about that maybe maybe thinks that we've got some upside to come on the uh, the malting barley so I know I've just covered feed barley, so I'm jumping around all over the place here, really. Feed barley earlier. Again, in the main, I think a lot of people have moved, got the barleys, um, the harvest kind of sales on. If you've got quality, I think there's going to be value in it. It's been a very unstraightforward year in terms of getting the right germination, cutting at the right time, preserving quality. So if you've got quality, it could be worth looking at down the line but we're all looking at the risks of on the uh, the malting barley front spring quality is going to be essential to this year those that are sitting with good quality barleys I think the downside feels limited because of the nature of this harvest in this year we've discussed it again in previous years the market has come under a slight amount of pressure because the weather and I think the perception is that there's barley being cut in the north and that Guys in Yorkshire um, and into Scotland, we, we are seeing barley's cut. Um, but let, let's wait and see. Downside should be limited. Values are holding their own. You're looking at uh, an Octec low nitrogen spring barley worth in the region of 245, 250. So the last uh, oilseed rape, again, quite a quiet market. Very few people come forward with any physical tonnages. People are still disappointed understandably about values you're looking at spot values at 350 but we're trying to paint it up with a sort of more positive price uh, the forward carry about 375 for may but no very quiet few buyers and again um, sort of disengaged sellers really the golden number that i think people would like to move on is 400 pounds a ton so we'll have to hope and wait uh, for that one interestingly though that the crop ahead the 24 crop is currently being valued around about £370 X. So that's quite a good premium over current crop. And I think my only understanding or thoughts behind that really is the uh, unfortunate side is that the flea beetle is grazing the uh, the current planted crop. Um, so And I think the area feels that it is going to be smaller. So I think there's premium in that. I think the buyers are out there to try and secure some new crop purchases. 
other than that, I think it's a, it's a wait and see moment. So no, all, all in all, a bit of a quiet one. We'll have uh, Andrew back next week. Hopefully we'll get some uh, gossip on uh, how the holiday went and uh, enjoying himself and seeing the, seeing the tan. Yeah, fingers crossed for the World Cup and hopefully the, uh, the English boys get to turn over the RGs. Hopefully this is a successful World Cup campaign. Fingers crossed. Anyway, have a good trading week and uh, we'll see you next. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Please remember that any decision to trade on this opinion is yours. The Dewing Grain app will keep you updated with real-time industry news, data analysis and insights into the market, giving you all the information you need to make informed trading decisions. A commodity selling feature enables you to source prices and receive direct offer notifications, informing you on what Dewing Grain are looking to buy and at what price. Search Dewing Grain on the App Store or Google Play to download. And with all of these features in your pocket, you'll have more time to sit back and listen to our podcast. To set up a trading account with us, call 01263 731 or email info at doinggrain.co.uk. And now it's time for the farm chat. Okay, today I have got with me Claudia Van Portfleet, who has been our harvest runner for this season. So hello, Claudia. Hello. I keep calling you Claudia, and that's not right, is it? But anyway, that's your nickname. No, so. no, I like Claudia, yeah. Okay, yeah, nicknames are good. Terms of endearment. Anyway, so... So Claudia drew the, the the best card of all by being chosen as the Doing Grain sample collector because, um, as we'll get onto in a little while, you know, it's one, we integrate people completely, two, we give them as much work as we possibly can, and three, there's no escape, they have to work all the time and they never ever get home, is that <laughs> good as it gets? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the reason we're, we're going to interview Claudia is because we like to educate inform, as we've said in the past, and basically there's a number of people each year who turn up to be harvest runners or students, and kind of getting a grasp of what they have to do might just put some people off in the first place or might make people want to do it. And some years it's really hard to find people, and other years there's lots of people apply, so it's kind of a difficult one. We try and help, I suppose, our customers' children first, because that's kind of a logical thing to do, but it's got to be the right person for our business as well as it is for you know, for, for just giving someone a job. So we've hit the jackpot with Claudia because her dad's, a, you know, a prominent farmer in our area. So that preempt, yeah, well, thank you, Claudia, for taking the job in the first place. But let's go through the process of what you've had to do. What's, what kind of jobs did we get you to do? So on a daily, I would go to a farm. So I'd be given a farm. Yeah. And then I go to the farm. Yeah, so you got a, like a, what, three words? Yeah. And you aimed the car at it and drove there. Yeah. And, and what were you given? A bit of paper saying, pick up this? Saying, or? pick up what I was picking up. So wheat, barley, the variety as well. Yeah. And then, what a store, left side, right side kind of thing. Yeah, where it, starts, where it actually is physically. Yeah. Where the door is, we've got a little uh, routine for that, haven't we? Which is very much the front of the shed is where the door is and the back of the shed is the back yeah <laughs> so if we have that consistently we always know each year because otherwise if you leave it to the harvest student they come up with all sorts of yeah. <laughs> weird inventions so you collected samples yeah and then, however many however big the shed was that's how many samples you do kind of thing yeah and then i'd bring it back to doing grain mm-hmm. and i'd test it so if it was barley you test for moisture nitrogen very good. And the screenings. Yeah, and then the screenings as well. Yeah. 
And then wheat would be moisture, protein and bushel weight. Very good. Did you know yeah. all that before you joined? I did not know that, no. no. So did you know that your dad grew those things and that was like part of his part of his aim? Yeah, most of his farm talk kind of went in one way around the other. <laughs> but not anymore? Cause not, not anymore, no. I can understand it now. Allegedly, you've sat in the, over breakfast and had a conversation about kiloweights. Yeah. And yields. <laughs> but I wouldn't have had a clue what he was talking about then. <laughs> So, you know, that that's so you can, there's a joined up bit of thinking for a farmer's daughter to pick up samples from someone, not your own dad's farm, which is a good thing. You see how other people farm and see some good ones and bad ones and, you know, yeah. actually then finding out the, the issues. I mean, one of the biggest issues this year was most things were wet, weren't they? Continuously yeah, they damp. And we've had some funny looking samples coming in as well as some really nice ones. So... Once you've got the, those results down, how, what happened there? So you just brought them over to the traders or did you have to send them off to anyone? How did it work? What did you do with the results? Oh, I put them on a spreadsheet for all the traders to have a look at back in the office. <laughs> yeah. And then, and they, then they do the, the rest of it, don't they? I hope so. <laughs> Never can tell. Yeah, so and then, then file the samples away. Yeah. And obviously the, the, there's other things that we did which is in this modern woke world wrong, like calling you slave girl. If we needed something done basic like make a cup of coffee mm. that was slave girl's job I was wasn't it? on it yeah do you think that's fair or was yeah that definitely you Spe- weren't yeah. offended and it's not emotionally well. damaged you in any way no not at all no loved no. it <laughs> because yeah it's stuff like that where there's jobs that you really should be keeping an office tidy or stuff like that in the middle of harvest when the phone is ringing 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 you just can't so you do need to have someone to sweep up which you did a very good job mm. of claudia when you were not out on farm the rest of the time we just got covered in detritus and didn't you know never got clean sort of thing i suppose the best question is would you describe the job as difficult uh in ways i suppose but it was a good summer job for me yeah was it fun yeah really good fun you had to say I think that. it's the you went leave in a couple of days so you can actually say actually it's rubbish <laughs> no i think the the group of people makes it for me as in, like, the people I've met and... We have a team of traders, obviously, in the backup and the accounts and the logistics. Everybody's in the same room in, in doing grain, but across the way you've got the, the granary working next yeah. door and they are... I mean, there's two young lads out there which, are, you know, kind of that's helpful having someone vaguely near your yeah. age. And Vlad, the, yes. the, the, the magnificent Georgian. Um, the moonwalker. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> you've got Vlad moonwalking, which is a skill. Um, but, yeah, it's it's... We like to think that in any working environment, people work as a team. If you work hard at that, you do end up with a unit of people who pull pull all the rope. And I, I think we've achieved that. Yeah, Certainly, no, 100%. you slipped in to the, um, you know, to the team very, very well. Thank you. Do you know the best bit of your influence this summer? Oh, that's a tough one. I know it is. I'm going to tell you. Even you <laughs> think of it. It was the singing. It was the singing. Yeah, on Friday night. <laughs> no, not that one. Oh, in no. the middle of the in the middle of the summer, we'll come on to the harvest due in a minute. In the middle of the summer, you know, when you're like heads full of all sorts of things going wrong, and you walk across into the lab and you're busy testing samples. And I discovered that if you said three words of a, of a song, as long as you knew it, within five milliseconds, you'd be singing the rest of the song. You'd be like catching a fish because you go and whatever the line would be, and you just start singing. <laughs> 
the, the spontaneous singing is something I think you need to keep all of your life because it cheers people up. It's certainly. I just don't think I realise I'm doing it. No, you definitely didn't realise. Someone realize. points it out. <laughs> By the way, Claudia, you're singing. <laughs> well, I, I interpret that. I've got an older brother who sings all the time, and I interpret that as happy. So I figured if you were singing, you must have been happy. No, I'm always happy. Unless it was like, I'm really down. <laughs> I'm so depressed. <laughs> there weren't any of those songs. That was no. a good thing. So, for people who are applying in a in another year, would it would you describe yourself as like outgoing or shy, or what's your what's your disposition? I've always been shy, mm-hmm. but I think coming out of my comfort zone out of school, mm-hmm. and then going to uni, and I think just picked up on like yeah, I don't know, a positive outlook on life. <clears throat> this job, you have to meet new people. Yeah. But Social it, skills, you learn that a lot. Yeah, and you, well, you have a very specific purpose, don't you? So you haven't, it isn't complicated in the sense you've got to strike up a conversation with a stranger. <laughs> you're going to say, where's your sample? Yeah. Or you're going to actually say, hello, yeah. <laughs> good no. morning, could you show me where the samples are? <laughs> or whatever, but the dynamic, did that help? Yes, no, massively. Yeah, and then all of the lorry drivers come, because we put you on the Waybridge as well, yeah, didn't we? on a Friday, yeah. <laughs> So Friday Waybridge Girl, which really got a bit intense, didn't it? It did. Lots of mistakes. No, no, a couple of mistakes. Oh, but well ones we could fix. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And, you know, climbing up and down the ladder 40 times in a yeah. day or however many times it was. Yeah. Oh, good. I did it 60 or... Yeah, more intense training yeah. than anybody, isn't it? Like, <laughs> you know, strong thighs, that girl. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's a proper test of uh, stamina by the end of the day. You're pretty fit, aren't you? So anyone who's thinking of applying, it, it's not, if you are kind of of a shy disposition, it isn't a difficult thing to do because it's, you're sent somewhere with a specific task, people are expecting you, and therefore there's no embarrassment within that. You go up and you say, like, I'll come and collect your samples. And it's not, and, and things like that, the more people you meet, the more times you do it, the more usual it becomes. It breaks down some of that, some of that shyness, I yeah. think. I've had students in the past who are completely over the top in terms of, confidence and you know outspokenness and they go way beyond the pale and it's more of a pain actually than having someone who's fundamentally kind of a bit more cautious so it's it suits us very much to have your personality type doing it I'll, I'll tell you that but it's not a you know if anyone is thinking of applying and they are a little bit outgoing don't worry we'll gag you we'll allow you to be whatever you are but yeah it certainly I think helps it helped you a bit I yeah think. And another thing, I mean, we as a business try very hard to make sure that you work as much as you possibly can. One of your friends was working for someone else, wasn't she? Yes, she was, yeah, summer job. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to say who the firm is, but we'll, what we'll do is we'll call them the Empire. Okay. And uh, she didn't have to wear a Stormtrooper outfit, but apparently these bigger companies just hire a few runners and give them, like, five hours guaranteed work for five days of the week. Yeah. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Yeah, sometimes they don't, no. And um, which is not going to earn you that much money, is it? No. You, your, your pot needs to be full for your freshest week. <laughs> <laughs> but it needs, you know, you, like you end up buying all the beers. But the, I think one of the benefits of being a smaller company is, one, we, we're conscious of the fact that you need to earn money for your students or for your, your university year. But more importantly, integrating you into the team made it fun, didn't it? Yeah. And, and I think when... She, she popped in to see us, didn't she? Yeah, she and it was did. kind of clear that there was no... She, yeah, she wanted to do what we, I was doing here. Yeah. Big uh, time. Yeah, all of the Empire employees want to be here. They? <laughs> but they can't say it because they have to take their helmet off and then people realise that they've got a personality. So 
I get it. But you know, I felt a bit sorry for her in the sense that she she was kind of like, oh, you know, we well, have to go home, or there's no there's no one to talk to, or there's no there's no, no unit, is there? Yeah. So, so I, th- I think um, I'm glamorising the doing grain harvest student job, but I, I do think that's an important part. And if any merchants are out there, you know, if you focus on that particular issue, it is actually a nice thing to do, and it, it is an important part, you know, somewhere down the line. I mean, actually, your Uncle Roger was one, was my harvest student in, God, uh, before you were born, 1998 <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, no, he enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, he did. He no, did. He, you know, we we got on really well. Actually, ended up going to his wedding <laughs> because we just we just hit it off. Me and Rog. He's he's gone off to conquer the universe and be accountant of the century, isn't he? Yeah, it's all gobbledygook to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that all these years later, maybe you know, twenty five years on, I'll be dead and gone. But maybe some relation, <laughs> some some relation after. Yeah, child of yours, uh, Claudia. Heaven forbid. Gosh. Um, <laughs> what would you say the thing that you learnt the most have we already covered that partly yeah with the whole proteins and the yeah just associating yeah. with farming yeah just i can actually understand yeah what and people talk about with regards to farming now and fear of business you know businesses when you say oh i'm, I'm going to visit this business that when you've never been in one you kind of it's a little bit daunting isn't it it was yeah the first day was it's like uh, you walk through the office and it's Everyone's staring at you. Yeah, it's intimidating, but... <laughs> until you call, you until you're called Slave Girl and say, can you make me a cup of coffee every morning at this time? Then you're over it. Yeah, exactly. So what was the best bit? Oh, best bit. Sample Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Weybridge Friday. Oh, no, definitely not Weybridge Friday. How about the oilseed rape samples? We haven't discussed those, have we? Oh, no. <laughs> I think that could be the worst part of it. Okay, that, that oilseed rape testing is laborious because you pour it in the machine it clogs up the filter every now and again yeah. doesn't it and then so you have to keep cleaning it and then you have to do the admixture yeah this yeah the little screening sieve thing yeah that was it's an arm workout to say the least <laughs> but it's and you have to make sure that the filter the screening yeah. thing is clean after yeah. as well i was you, using a pin <laughs> so when we when we bought another five great big boxes full of samples at one point it was that was relentless wasn't yeah. it i did feel a bit sorry for you and luckily we asked harry to help you oh, nice yeah and he managed to do 24 didn't he <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Harry didn't really cover himself in glory with that. But, no, I mean, Oakley and Tom definitely stuck yeah, in no, there. Yeah, Yeah, that was, you know, so... And Ben did the odd one as well, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, no, that, I, I was conscious of that. So the best bit, I guess, was, therefore, making me a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'll, I'll Your very specific cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. with the milk in at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody does it still that. Still baffles me. If you want proper cups of coffee, put your coffee in, then put the milk in, <laughs> then put the water in. Yeah, it still baffles me. That's how you make hot chocolate. <laughs> no, but anyone out there, there's, I, just, I, had a, I had a scrap that's actually with my ex-wife about this. Not a scrap, but, you know, one of those things where I thought you just put the coffee in, put the water in, put the milk on top. And then, no, no, you, it burns the coffee or something. I said, rubbish, it's going to have hot water anyway. Anyway, this is a, a century ago. And I had to concede I was wrong. It is nicer if you put the milk in first. To be fair, I have tried it. It is nicer. It is. But it's, yeah. I, you know, I had to give in as well. It's bizarre. Well, it's, there might be people out there who don't know that. No, try it, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it this is, is the way, way of living life, isn't it? <laughs> so we've influenced you. You've, you're going to make your coffee the right way around. So, should we talk about the harvest do? 
Yeah, go on, we have to, can't we? <laughs> well, Harvest Do is, is where we celebrate the finish of Harvest, which we did last Friday night, and everyone's invited who comes, who works for us. So guys in the granary, guys in the office, and obviously Slave Girl comes along as well. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it was, it was a reasonably straightforward formula, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was... A gentle lunch, followed by a, a brisk walk along the seafront at Cromer. Yeah. And then, you know, afternoon tea in the, <laughs> uh, in the Red Lion... And the gangway. And then the gangway, yeah. And then the pigeon pooed on Joe's leg. <laughs> <laughs> and a rat ran past me. There's a rat, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, that was, yeah. It's Cromer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then we ended up in the Albion, which is a pub I've did. always driven past and thought, ooh, that was a bit rough. <laughs> I've never ever seen it before, but... You're going to go past it now? For the yeah, little, memories. You know, looking to see what time the karaoke starts. <laughs> because there is... Um, I've got to say that Claudia and I did sing uh, Country Roads. We did. In a duet, which <laughs> allegedly is on video somewhere. So It is. Is it out of tune? I mean, we do sound a bit loud, tune. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's you. And um, <laughs> But it was good because the, you, you went on to do Whitney, didn't you? I did. And there's, what have you learned about karaoke songs, Claudia? You've got to pick one that everyone knows. Yeah, and short. And short, and, yeah. Yeah, so everyone, uh, Dancing Queen or something like that. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Or because, Sweet Caroline or something like that. Yeah, that's a bit too obvious, yeah. isn't it? But, I mean, Whitney with, what was that one called? I Have Nothing. Yeah, that's like stops and starts and <laughs> nothing. Like, oh, Very loud, <laughs> punctual words, yeah. Yeah, so next time, easy ones and let the real amateurs go up and come up with a really complicated yeah, song and you go, exactly, oh, that's yeah. quite good <laughs> <laughs> so next year you come back I want to yeah definitely yeah. I mean you can't guarantee that no. you don't know whether you're gonna gonna you change your mind or whatever something else might yeah. come up but we hope you do because it's it's much easier to not have to train someone and um and that means unlucky for anyone else who wants to do that job <laughs> for next year but you know I think yeah that this conversation is as much for people somewhere down the line to think if they want a, a summer job where they earn as much money as they possibly can they can work definitely five sometimes six days a week 10 to 12 hours a day you know it's a significant earner and if you do a job that you like it doesn't become a job it becomes fun yeah and i'd, I'd like to think oh my gosh best best job i've done so far See, you can see see where the bonus is coming here. <laughs> so, uh, Claudia, you know, purely on the basis of you lighting up the day by singing in the middle of it when it's a really rubbish day and it's raining, thank you. But thank you very much for being the perfect Harvest Dune. You're a superstar. Well, thank you for right. making it. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get updates on new episodes and when they are released. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Dewing Grain. Call Dewing Grain on 01263 731 550 or email info at dewinggrain.co.uk. The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio, a full-service creative agency specialising in websites, digital marketing and branding. Get in touch to inquire with their friendly team on info at eastcoastdesignstudio.co.uk. 